Fan Ramen. Who's hungry? Welcome to Fan Ramen, the official podcast of Black Ramen. We're a band who writes epic music for film and games. And we're here to read your fan fiction. I'm Lindy. Konnichiwa. I'm Ralph. Wasabi. Behind the board is our gourmet sound guy. And garnish master, the, the garlic, garlic god, Kevin. He's Oh my god. What's happening? Someone wrote us a fanfic. They wrote it for us. For us? Yeah. That's awesome. No one ever does nice things for me. Is this the same feeling you get when you have friends? Oof. Now you and Grudy's are best friends because <laughs> Grudy's wrote us this fic. Nice. You can find them on Archive of Our Own at G-R-O-O-T-I-E-Z or check the link in the show notes. Does I have a friend that isn't a cat? This is so cool. I mean, we don't know that. There's a lot of cats posing as people on the internet. Like, uh, Grudy's might be a cat, might be a trash panda. Don't trash my dreams. In season two, episode four, we said this. What would a trash panda put in his ramen bowl? More trash. Uh, he'd cook with <laughs> lots of wasabi and sarcasm. Ooh, I was unaware sarcasm was a food group. <laughs> huh. And so Grudy's wrote us a fic where Rocket makes ramen. Grudy's is on archiveofourown.org. And this story is called Rocket's Special Space Ramen. Please give this story a kudos, but don't eat the story. You can't trust food that comes from Grudy's. It's laden with wasabi, and that makes it dangerous. Guys, check out our website. We want to narrate your fic on our podcast. Go to www.fanramen.com and use the form to submit your fic. Check out our Patreon for outtakes, bloopers, and behind-the-scene conversations. And check out our merch. We've got journals, t-shirts, and masks to help you stay inspired as you write. Here's Rocket's special space ramen by my new best friend, Grooties. Holy shit! Shut up, Quill! I do not care what you have to say! Rocket yells as he slams the front door in Peter's face as the Guardians, except for Craglin, who stayed in the back to babysit Groot, came home from shopping at the local grocery store. Rocket stormed off toward his and Groot's room, which is more of a nursery right now, to cater towards the saplings' needs. But Rocket still had a corner that had a small, cramped workbench that was stuffed with parts for different weapons that the pyromaniac raccoon was building. As Rocket walked by, Groot stirred in his crib and cooed, peeking out and smiling from beneath his blanket. Rocket stopped in his tracks so he could unhinge the pair of swinging doors on the side of the crib that made it easier for him to tuck Groot in at night and get him up in the morning or after a nap. Groot smiles and coos at his father. Yeah, I missed you too. Rocket couldn't help but return the smile his son gave him as he took the blanket off of the tiny tree who was wearing an adorable blue onesie that Mantis had sewn for him that had his idol, Bob Ross, on the front. Rocket's nose then smells something foul as he picks up Groot. Did, did Craglin change your diaper before your nap? Ugh, gross. 
The raccoon immediately answered his own question as he repositioned Groot in his arms and placed one of his paws underneath him. Rocket takes Groot over to the changing table and lays him down before grabbing a baby wipe and cleaning his hands. He then reaches up for a rattle, gives it to Groot to distract him as Rocket changed him. Upon further inspection, Rocket discovers that the diaper Groot was wearing leaked through to his onesie and he needed to get a new one. In the middle of all of this, there was a knock on the bedroom door. Hey, uh, rat? Craglin cautiously opens it, having heard the raccoon struggle with changing Groot and remembering that Groot always has a fresh diaper on him before he takes his afternoon nap every day, which he forgot to do. Uh, are you busy? No, Craglin. Rocket replies sarcastically as he finished up, getting Groot dressed in a new yellow onesie that had rockets all over it. Rocket then picks up Groot and cradles him in his arms. I am Groot! The seedling shouts as he squirms in Rocket's arms, wanting to be put down. I Groot! I forgot that Bob Ross is starting soon. Rocket concedes as he places the tree on the ground. Groot crawls towards the staircase before climbing on top of the banister and using it as a slide to get downstairs faster. (laughs) Resourceful, ain't he? Uh, yep. Craglin agrees as he scratches his head. Whatever you say. An hour passes, and Rocket is still angry with Peter. Whenever he tried to reconcile, Rocket just gave off a warning snarl, and Peter just backed up, not wanting to get bit. The desire to apologize was not worth the risk. The angry Procyon didn't acknowledge the Xandarian, just huffing as he walked by and took a seat on the counter. Hey, rat. Craglin greeted, trying to change Rocket's mood. How is everything? Rocket didn't respond. A short while later, the door swung open again, and a very angry but still adorable Groot came storming into the kitchen and using his arms outstretches them so he could climb up next to Rocket before dramatically sitting down on his father's lap. Hey, Twig. Craglin waves to Groot who ignores him. Oh, sorry. Rocket knows that when the tree refuses to say hello to someone, that he's extremely angry at something. What's wrong, buddy? I am Groot! The child pouts. Whoa, 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 language! Rocket scolds his son. But since it's Stardump, I'll let it slide. What do you do now? Groot looks at Rocket and in all seriousness says... He explains while punching an imaginary figure that was Peter. He turned off Bob Ross to watch some stupid football game? Rocket couldn't believe that Peter would snatch the remote and change the channel on the Bob Ross-obsessed toddler. Just out of curiosity, uh, who was playing? I am Groot, the tiny tree replied. Rocket face palms. Ugh. The Miami Dolphins and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Ugh, those teams suck. And then he turns to the station to watch the Dallas Cowgirls and the New England Patriots. I am Groot. Groot corrected his father. I don't care what the NFL calls them. Rocket stated. I call them by what the fan base calls them, and that's Cowgirls and Patriots, Not Cowboys and Patriots. Plus, Bill Pillard cheats, and Tom Brady should be banned from football, especially after Spygate and Deflategate. Groot was upset at having his TV time cut short. 
I am Groot. Hey, we'll make him pay. Rocket vows to Groot. I am Groot. Rocket shook his head. Nah, you gotta think bigger than just switching his coffee to decaf. The raccoon then chuckled. Although, that would be hilarious. Craglin was rifling through the cupboards. No, we have no soup. He then turns back to face Rocket and Groot. Hey guys, uh, I'll be back in an hour and then we'll continue thinking of ways to prank Captain. Groot then tugs at Rocket's jumpsuit. I am Groot. Rocket then knelt down. I like the way you think. Of course, pranking Quill with food would be hysterical, but, but what food would be perfect to do so? He strokes his whiskers deep in thought. Well, there's a dish on Terra that'd be perfect. Craglin suggests. It's, it's called ramen, and according to the internet, you can put anything and everything in it. Craglin then hands over his tablet to Rocket, who looks at it and cackles. <laughs> I think this recipe would be perfect. Rocket smiles as he shows Groot the recipe, who joins in on the laughter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Craglin, you convinced us. Let's go. Wait, Rat, uh, we have to go to Terra. Craglin states. I know. Rocket acknowledges as he helps Groot put his coat on. He then turns back to Craglin. What are we waiting for? Um, Rat, we, we have to go to Walmart? Craglin began, but Rocket didn't pay attention as he grabbed Groot's diaper bag and threw it over his shoulder as he carried Groot. Are, aren't you in Twig Band from there after the time you guys went to get Thanksgiving dinner? Rocket suddenly remembers himself and Groot getting arrested on Earth and brought back home. He then puts down Groot and all of his stuff. Don't worry, I know what to get, and I'll be back in a few hours. He assured them as he grabbed the keys to the Milano and headed out. later, Craglin returned from Walmart without getting arrested. He entered the kitchen where Rocket and Groot were waiting. I was able to get almost everything. Craglin announces as he placed the bags down. Rocket searches all of the bags. Where's the chicken? Uh, well, about that. Craglin wasn't sure how to describe his trip to Walmart. He looked like he was in a war zone, with his clothes torn up and hair all raggedy. It would turn out that the Terrans are freaking out about something that they can't see. They went all crazy in Walmart, and by the time I fought my way back to where they keep the chicken, well, they were all out. He then gets out a 50-pack of two-ply toilet paper and a gallon jug of Purell. But hey, I got the last of the toilet paper and this stuff called Purell, 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 I don't know. The checkout lady says that the stuff is going for a lot of money on the internet. So uh, I figure I can make even more money if I 
put the hand sanitizer into tiny little bottles and sell the toilet paper by the square. I like that plan. Rocket was proud that his ways of conning people out of their hard-earned money was finally rubbing off on Craglin. His attention then turned back to the task at hand. But the ramen won't look as weird without the chicken feet. You got any other ideas for what we could use? Uh, actually, I got the perfect thing. Craglin exclaims as he placed a rotting animal carcass on the counter. A fresh dead Orlone. Courtesy of me running it over five minutes ago. Rocket rubs his paws in excitement. Perfect. <laughs> as Craglin and Rocket worked on the ramen, Groot was given the very important task of keeping everyone else, especially Peter, away from the kitchen. The toddler found that the easiest way was to brandish two steak knives that were as long as he was tall and swinging them haphazardly as the tiny tree ran after them while screaming at the top of his lungs. <coughs> Meanwhile, Rocket cut, sliced, and gutted the Orloni just like he did with the turkeys that he and Groot got from Walmart not too long ago. The raccoon cut off the legs, tail, and head as he expertly placed the meat in with the rest of the ingredients that Craglin was preparing. He was the Guardian's resident expert in all things soup and soup-related. After the ramen was ready and poured into Peter's favorite bowl, Groot came back after chasing Drax away. I am Groot? The toddler asks as he pointed to something green that was on the counter. Uh, this stuff's called wasabi twig. It's very spicy. Craglin divulges as he opens up the pack. I went into this specialty store after I left Walmart, and uh, the lady said that this is the authentic wasabi, as the stuff sold in the regular stores is just imitation. Really? Rocket demands as he grabbed the mysterious green paste and took a pea-sized piece and ate it. It ain't all that bad. Holy crap! He screams as he spit it out and ran straight for the fridge and got out a water bottle. He then saw Groot break off an even larger marble-sized piece and place it in his mouth. Groot! But it was too late. Groot already swallowed the wasabi and instantly regretted it, screaming bloody murder. Rocket made Groot drink from his water bottle to ease the taste of his mouth. I was going to warn you. Craglin apologizes as Rocket put Groot down and began to rub the inside and outside of the Orlone's carcass and legs with the wasabi. What are you doing? Giving Star Munch an unexpected surprise. Rocket divulges as he finishes up. Hmm. It's still missing something. Groot pointed at the Orlone's head. Great idea, Groot. Rocket commends the child as he opens the Orlone's mouth and placed a tiny ball bearing inside before placing it inside the bowl. The head sinks to the bottom. Another surprise in store for their fearless leader. You two are weird. Graglin states before he leaves. It was dinner time. The guardians were all gathered around the table. 
Rocket was able to get Groot into his high chair for the first time on his own. Craglin went back into the kitchen to get everyone's food as each person wanted something different to eat tonight. Hey, Quill, me and Gru want to let you know that we're not mad at you for being an even bigger idiot than usual. Rocket implies as Craglin set the bowl down in front of Peter. So we made you something special. Hope you enjoy it. Does the sarcasm come with the meal? Peter asked. No, that's complimentary. Rocket answers as Peter ate the ramen. This is good, Rocket. A little spicy, but... Peter then discovers the floating Orlone head in the ramen. What the... Peter ran to the bathroom to throw up. He, Rocket, and Groot were even now. I'm having a good time. Having such a good time. Thanks for writing this fix specifically for our podcast. You're awesome. Thanks for joining us today, guys. We hope you've discovered some new authors today. Check out our Patreon. We have outtakes, extras, and bloopers. We're accepting submissions. Email us a link to your fanfic at fanramenpodcast at gmail.com. Or submit on our website, www.fanramen.com. This is Lindy. This is Ralph. And And we'll we'll see see you the the next next time time you're hungry. This podcast produced by Lindy Day and Ralph Avalon. Sound design and engineering by Kevin Villagestone. Music by Black Ramen. Recorded and mixed in the Black Ramen Studios.